All right, coaches, welcome back to another episode of the New Jersey High School Strength Coach Podcast. I'm Zach Evanesh. I'm with my bro, Paul Colodi, strength coach at Hunter Central Regional High School. And uh, we are powered by the NHS SCA, the National High School Strength Coaches Association. It's the end of March. We have Mark Rosamilia coming on this episode. Mark is, um, we, Mark and I are in the same school district. We are in the Middletown School District. We have two high schools. He's at High School North. I'm at High School South. Um, fairly new position. You know, we're in it, you know, uh, technically, you know, the, begin the beginning of the school year of 2019. So him and I have been coaching on the floor for maybe a year because of the, the shutdown with COVID. So uh, mm -hmm. it will be interesting conversation, Paul, because uh, I think Mark was in the private sector before that. Yeah, he was. Private sector. And um, so, yeah, I, I think it's just going to be a cool conversation. I want to welcome um, one of our new members, Paul Carazzola, younger strength coach. Um, he knew Rich Carroll when Rich was yeah. at New Egypt High School. And I think Paul was doing the strength and conditioning over there, uh, you know, as probably like a stipend position. Mm -hmm. He actually sent us a question asking about um, how, you know, what will it take to get this strength and conditioning position at the high school level, like where we are? to become the norm? What kind of things should he be offering? What kind, what is important in the eyes of the administration and the board of ed? He mentioned yeah. a lot of kind of influential people. So, um, you know, what I told him is you want to go back. I tell this by the way, to all strength coaches, when they'll send me an email, if the answer is already out there, if I've written an article or done a podcast, I go, you got to go listen and research, mm -hmm. you know, because be, being a great strength coach, I feel like you're always researching. You know what I mean? So uh, for those that might be jumping in now, first-time listeners, go back and listen to all the previous episodes. There's a lot of nuggets, golden nuggets of information um, for you to pull from. You know, And yeah. I, think, I don't think I'm the best at like the description of everything, but we have spoken um, quite a lot about this position and what people were looking for when we were interviewed, what were, you know, what were we able to offer a, a lot of unique, um, a lot of unique information. Mm -hmm. So what do you think yeah. today with our man, Mark, Mark's also uh, on the advisory board, you know, he is. friend Mark. Mark, uh, Mark is all in. When, when I first met Mark, uh, he invited me down to North. Uh, it was a couple of months before you got, I think you were in the process of going Correct. through the interview. And um, I went down and saw the bubble and, you know, we just talked about how he can organize it and make it his. And man, he was all in. I think he's got a couple of kids that are going to go to North as well. So oh, he's yeah. really, yeah, he's really invested in being there. And, um, you know, talking to Rich, I know we had him on. I, I think he's doing a great job there and uh, he's really starting to, you know, embrace the role. And, you know, it's going to be good to hear from him tonight. You know, you talked about what Paul said about what, what does a board, well, what, what can we talk about when we go to the board of education? And, and this just popped in my head today. My numbers may be a little off, but if we get a kid that comes in, girl or boy, to our school as a freshman, and they average three days a week, and they play a sport, so they're gone for three months, but they're in for, say, say they play a spring sport. So they're in for three months in the, in the fall, three months in the winter, and you get them for about eight weeks in the summertime. I figured that out to about 
416 hours. That's about how much time you'll get them for their four years of their life. And, you know, in four years, we want to make sure we're preparing them for college, but maybe just life in general. Maybe they're yep. going to go to trade school. I broke it down into hours and everything else. And it came down to what at the end of what all, when all is said, is said and done, four years of their lives, if they just come three days a week for all four years, that's 1.7% of their life, wake life. Oh, wow. They even took away the sleep. And we talk about getting 1% better. There's your 1% better. Yeah. For, for life, you know, just to be in your weight room, to talk to Zach Evanesh, who can give you life lessons, can talk to you about discipline, can talk to you about setting goals, setting your, your, your schedule every day to make sure that you're getting your stuff done. I mean, that, to me, that, that's, that's enough for the board of education to say, you know, we need somebody in here to do that. Yeah, I think so. Mark is in the waiting room, the Zoom waiting room. Right. The green room. <laughs> um, yep. You know, what's interesting, the things that you speak about, Paul, is really character development. I think if you are only speaking about helping to win more games and put more points on the sports scoreboard, you're not going to have a lot of people pulling from you because on the board, the board of ed members, you know, maybe one person on the board was a serious athlete. Maybe they're looking for how you can improve the entire school culture. Uh, the student culture, uh, it would be probably beneficial of you to offer something or have plans to offer something for the teachers because healthier teachers are happier teachers, are better performing teachers. And so there's a lot of layers. And I always say strength and conditioning is the vehicle for improving at life. It's just kind of like it's this umbrella term. It's like a surface thing. You know, people might see what we do on the surface as, oh, getting stronger, bigger, faster, so on and so forth. Um, what about helping them with confidence? What about helping them with discipline, the work ethic? Yeah. And look, you mentioned three days a week. Uh, it's pretty likely many of those kids will only come twice a week. Yep. Um, so Mark just checked out. So let me just text him and tell him to uh, try that again. Hey, Mark, try that again, buddy. We're going to let you in. And uh, I'm squirming a lot, you know, full transparency. I had knee surgery a couple of days ago and man, it's, I'm like, I told Paul, I'm sweating the pain bullets right now. <laughs> Good sweat, you know, sweating out some weakness of my body and mind. <laughs> That's not what you want to say in the uh, interview process, by the way. Negative, negative. Yeah. You are, we'll, we'll take care of you. You're, you're losing all that weight with the sweat. I'll take care of you tomorrow. Don't worry about it. <laughs> You, you know, um, during my interview process, I, I thought what was interesting was they, they didn't really know what questions to ask. I could tell, um, you know, so Rich was in there, uh, a principal from both, both the North and the South High School was in there. Um, now he's our assistant superintendent at the time. He, his title, I think, was director of operations mm -hmm. of student activities. So kind of was like overseeing athletics and clubs and things of that nature. Um, the phys ed um, slash science department chair was away. So she was not in there. Um, of course, Rich was there, our athletic director. And I'm trying to think who else may have been in there. Uh, I think there may have been a, um, a board member, possibly. Now, Mark started before me because I was working at another school district. 
So I had a 60 day hold period. They held me for 60 days. <clears throat> they asked me, what's my philosophy on strength and condition? You know, are you a speed and agility guy? Are you a functional guy? They were kind of, I could tell they didn't really know what is included in it. And so my answer was, I am a whatever the kids need guy. <laughs> so I Great said, answer. let me break that down for you. All right, Mark's popping in. Let's let Mark in. Hold on. Mark. Yes. Hey, how you guys, how you guys doing? What's up, bro? Great background. Great oh, backdrop. It's actually my daughter's um, curtain up in a, in a loft uh, bedroom. Love. I thought you were in New York City. <laughs> yeah, not too bad. The, the, and look at that shirt. Can you posture up so we could see? Man, yeah. we got to get to one of those. Exactly. Well, Mark has already defeated us in best T-shirt. Even yeah. there, it wasn't a competition, but now it is. Oh, you know? Thank you so much. I will empty the bank account to improve our logo. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mark, we gave a little intro slash history about you in the five minutes uh, before you popped in. So, first off. Welcome to the podcast, and uh, we introduced you. You're also an advisory board member. Um, so you saw we had, you know, anytime there's a new member, we do a, a group email introduction and make sure that that new member knows they could reach out to any of us. And uh, Paul was mentioning how when you, you and I got hired like a week before the school year started, it was right. like August 28th, right? Yeah, yeah. And, it was funny because I was actually uh, – I was waiting for that phone call. I was in the pool and I, I had just gotten an Apple watch. I would have missed that call. They said, when I, I hopped out of the pool, I got on the call. They're like, if you're still interested, um, you know, we're holding having the inter interviews for like another week. I'm like, I've been waiting for this opportunity for a long time. I'm interested. I'll be there. It was, I remember, uh, so a buddy of mine that I live in town with, who's the football coach at my high school had told me they were putting the position in place, but you know, for our friends listening, especially at the public school level, nothing happens until it gets approved at a board meeting. Right. Then the, that's like step one. So it, there's never something where like they say, Mark, we're creating this position. See you tomorrow. It's <laughs> like, you know, okay, we do the interview. Then it's got to get approved at a board meeting, you yeah. know, and then you've got, you know, probably 20 other things being juggled in the air. Um, so I think I got the phone call. I was on a family vacation in late July. We always go up to Lake George. So it was like late July, early August. They gave me the, or the position was posted. I applied. The interview process didn't happen till like August 20 something. Okay. Right. And I think well, for me, it was quick. I mean, I, I actually, I didn't even find out about the job until August. Like, yes, middle, we had like a two week turnaround. Yep. And uh, yeah, so everything happened within like two week time period. It was really fast and, you know, it was amazing. And where were you? Were you full time in the private sector leading up to that? Yeah, I was at Critical Mass. So I, I started Critical Mass with my two partners, Adam Eckert and John Kalnis. And, uh, you know, we, we, we were doing that for a number of years. Um, and, you know, it just I had been trying to get into the uh, uh, public sector for a while. I wanted to be a, a high school teacher, a strength coach. Um, and it was the I mean, perfect opportunity. You know, I, uh, it just uh, worked out and I'm really fortunate. I'm very, very fortunate. I, Paul, we've said it before that 
you, a little bit of luck needs to be involved here. Heck yeah. You know, you we, got, we got lucky. You got a good man, Rich, to, you know, that was out there hunting and, you know, he, he found the right guys as far as I'm concerned, you know, for, for New Jersey, you know, two go-getters and, um, you know, getting to meet Mark a, 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 almost a year ago, actually a little over a year ago at your place. Um, it was, it was fantastic to hear how enthusiastic you were and, and uh, how ready you were for that position. And seeing that weight room, I was like, whoa, this is a pretty great space. You both have the same spot, right? Yeah. It's all- 4,000 square feet is very big. Yeah. Really size. Yeah. In, a, um, in its own bubble with a basketball court. I'm like, this is, this is awesome. Yeah. There, so now is like gymnastics. We'll use that. Freshman basketball will use it. But, you know, when we don't have a – listen, it's okay for your daughter to pop in. I forgot to tell you that. Um, oh, I've done so many podcasts. Hi. <laughs> you know, um, my daughter, when she was about five, she crawled through. I have like a, a window here to my office. She like crawled through. She was like playing near the desk. And then she pulled out her tooth and handed me a bloody tooth. Nice. <laughs> then the next great, you know, uh, the next great one was when my son was going through this phase of Nerf guns. And like he had those big Nerf gun bullets. They're like the size of like a marker. They were shooting me like with Nerf guns while I was on a pot. They didn't, did not care. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> Yeah, it's on video. Yeah. yeah, she uh, she loves being on camera. <laughs> it's so funny. So, Paul, I'm gonna let you kick off uh, questions. I've got some questions on my mind, but um, you ask Mark our first questions. Well, Mark, I I know when when we first met, you were you know a little hesitant because you didn't know. Hey, do I just make a wrestling one, or I just make a basketball workout, or do I just make a football workout? We talked about more of a unified program where we get you know, a lot of different sports in, how's that going? And how did you, did you adjust to that? Or, you know, um, did you end up going with, uh, you know, more uniform with different sports? Yeah. So coming in, uh, my head was spinning. I was saying, Oh, how am I going to, how am I going to manage this? You know, just, uh, you know, all the different teams and all the different needs, but after visiting your place, um, which was a a tremendous help to me and you've been a, a tremendous help to me from day one. So I do really appreciate it very much. Um, coming to see how you run uh, your program, uh, just kind of lit the fire under me to say, look, you know, I, I have to, you know, get out of my comfort zone a little bit and I'm going to go into a unified program. And really, it was just um, it was really just about me selling it to the, the athletes, letting them know, look, you know, there's not a tremendous amount of different difference, you know, w- um, with some exceptions from one sport to the next. Right. We all need to develop a unilateral strength, right? We all need, a, we need a base layer strength. We, you know, we all need explosiveness. We need power. You know, we, we, we need, we need to train like athletes. And, you know, it, I was able to adjust to where I can add, you know, a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, some specialties for certain sports that I think that it may, they may need, but ultimately they love it. And they absolutely love it. And, and, um, and I'm really glad that I made that switch and, it, you know, and it simplifies it for me. And I'm, I overcomplicate. I overthink way too many things. You know, I've been, I started training, when, you know, since I'm 11 years old, you know, I'm 35 years. And, you know, like Zach says all the time, you know, it's, it's, it's that life experience, right? Put it, you, know, you, you can't, there's no substitute for that. So when you're doubting yourself, you know, you got to lean a little bit on your, you know, your trials and your tribulations. No, no YouTube, you know, there was no resources when we were growing up, right? We had to learn ourselves. We had to get under the bar. 
make mistakes and then make adjustments. And really, you know, uh, now, so that, that's kind of how I, I've been really guiding myself along. And, you know, I let, I let the kids, you know, make their mistakes, but we train as a unified group and it's been great. Awesome. Yep. I'm, pr- I'm pretty similar with that, where we have a framework, but then there's modifications for in season or slightly preseason. Hey, in season, if it's wrestling, I'm probably not doing like this big finisher with you. Um, and I'll reduce a set of everything and I have a, t- a different time limit. Uh, if you're baseball and uh, you're, you know, overhead athlete, then we're not going overhead in season. We're going to do a lot more pulling and rowing. So if there's a press, I just say, guys, instead of that exercise, we're going with a chest supported row. Instead of the bench press, you're going to dumbbell bench. Simple stuff like that. Um, Mark, what, you know, I kind of shared a little before you hopped on what my interview was like. And um, I, I didn't, there was one guy next to me waiting to go into the interview. Um, my interview started late, so it was cut short. And then I would love to hear, like, how did your interview go? Because uh, the people at, at Middletown were very down to earth. Um, I don't know, I just, I enjoyed the interview. So I'm wondering how your interview went. Yeah, I really enjoyed the process too. I mean, I felt, I was nervous, obviously extremely nervous going in. There were people before me, uh, people waiting to go in after me. Were they uh, younger, older? What are they? Well, at this point in my life, I feel like everybody's younger. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Um, so I would say mostly younger. But uh, yeah, I mean, I got in, uh, uh, the, the first person that I got introduced to was the principal at North. Very welcoming. She brought me in and there was the assistant superintendent and then the principal of South and also in rich. So it was rigorous. I mean, there was four or five people in there, yeah. you know, but, uh, what? but I, I don't think I've ever been more ready for anything in my life. I mean, that was the, that was my moment. That's what all, everything I had done up, I've done up to that point was for that moment. So I was nervous, but you know, I was going down with the ship if I had to. Right. The, the first question they asked me, well, they asked me a little bit about my history slash background. And then Rich said, what's your philosophy? And he said, are you a speed guy? Are you a functional strength guy? He kind of threw out some, you know, are you a core guy? He may have said like buzzwords. Right. What, do you remember any questions they asked you? Um, yeah, uh, they definitely asked me about my philosophy. What did you, uh, what was your answer? Man, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I mean, I just, I just, I don't really remember what I said. Uh, <laughs> he said, so I'll not- do whatever I want, people. <laughs> I, you know, I, I prepared, I definitely had some time to prepare myself, uh, you know, for the interview. How did um, you prepare? What it was? I did research on the school. So okay. I made sure that I knew, I knew nice. the, the culture. So that was really important to me. I, uh, you know, I was, I was familiar, you know, uh, kind of, uh, you know, with the, the, the girls and the boys sports that they had there. And I, I think really, I, I emphasized that, you know, the weight room was a place that's uh, for, for, you know, males and females, everybody's yes. accepted. Everybody treats everybody with respect and, and everybody should feel comfortable walking through that door. Cause every, any, anybody that's in there, they're in there because they want to better themselves. So we need to be one family regardless. So I, I, I try to stress that point because that really is what, how I believe and mm-hmm. how, I, how I've always a, a, approached the gym when someone walks through the door, you know what I mean? It's about comfort and acceptance. You know, I, I now do remember they asked me, um, what I would do with a student who is not an athlete who wants to train after school or jump in in a in a group, 
And from my background in teaching, were you at all teaching phys ed before you worked with your, your partnership at the private facility? No. And that's, uh, you know, that's something that was really interesting because I went, you know, I was second career teacher, so I was alternate route and okay. I started the process 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I went on a lot of interviews, but I never had the teaching experience. And ultimately, what kind that's of interviews? What, Te- like phys ed teaching interviews? Phys ed, yep. Uh, phys ed teachers. Never had the opportunity for strength coach. Um, you know, so obviously this was my wheelhouse because I spent, you know, the last almost 15 years personal training. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, that was, that it was great that I ended up going back and getting my, at least my certificate of eligibility because, you know, that was the, the foot in the door without That's that, right. you know, it turned me away, you know, so. That is right. And I'm not sure how other, um, you know, like for our buddy, John Tory at Princeton, is he a certified phys ed teacher, Paul? Do you know? I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure if he teaches or not. Because but. for us, that was, that was kind of like the stipulation is like, we are going to teach a class. And by the way, uh, they didn't tell me that I'd teach health the way it was kind of worded was that I would be pulling athletes out of each class to go to the weight room. And, uh, my high school was very much like uh, just show up and then everything goes from there. So, you know, I had to, I'm not good at asking for help, to be honest with you. I had to ask all my colleagues, dude, how do I even use this computer? How do I even take attendance? Mm-hmm. Also of, very, you know, interesting for me was the kids at the high school were so nice that I'd be like taking attendance. And let's say Mark's in my class, he'd be like, coach, I'm on the second page right there. (laughs) You know, Uh, coach, usually this is what we do to start the class. Like they were telling me how it was done. So the kids were super nice. Um, So, you know, Paul, do you have another question for Mark or? Well, I, I, Mark, I wasn't aware you did alternate route. I wanted to ask you about that process because I'm I'm sure there's a lot of coaches, especially in New Jersey, who aren't aware of that. And I've been a 33 year candidate. I took my, I took my national teacher's exam when I was 21 years old. And uh, I've been a provisional, I've had my provisional certificate for since then. And I've all, even at 53, I've thought about doing that. How, how was that? What was that process like, you know, working a full-time job or working as a personal trainer um, and then going and teaching classes and everything else? Explain. And again, for, for some guys out there who may not know that that's available. Well, so for me, it started at least, like I had said, 10 years ago, probably or more. But at that time, the requirement was a bachelor's degree and, um, you know, some experience or some, you took some classes in health or physical education and I had that, um, but then you had to just go and take the praxis. Uh, and if you had any gaps in your schedule, uh, excuse me, in uh, your, the credits that you took, you, you can go, you can go at the County college and take, um, I took like Tai Chi and tennis, a few other you know, classes just to get the requirements. But because I didn't get hired for 10 years, everything changed. So fortunately I, I was grandfathered into the certificate of eligibility, but what I didn't know when I got hired at, at Middletown was that I had two years to get my standard certificate. It's kind of required by the state of New Jersey. They've changed everything. So there's what they call the EdTPA process, which any undergraduate educational candidate has to go through or any potential teacher coming even through an alternate route program. What is so what TPA? Do, what does that mean, Mark? TPA? It's, it's, I literally finished it about 
an hour ago. And I've been working on it for since March 1st. And it's, it's a pretty rigorous uh, portfolio process. I mean, it, it, it's only 18 states throughout the United States, but from what my understanding that actually even require the ed TPA, but New Jersey is one of them. So, um, but the thing about that is you really can't even get to it until you enter an alternate route program. That's kind of like your, the final, the final step, but it's over like, it's a, like a hundred page portfolio Whoa. with multiple lesson plans. You have you to better celebrate tonight with some ice cream. Uh, oh man. I, I don't know. Definitely. <laughs> I'll tell you it's, it was, it's been some process, you know, and, and I'm in the master's pro they have a, a Monmouth university has an alternate route master's program. So I highly recommend anybody that going through the program, if you already have a bachelor's, that's definitely the way to go because you'll move up on the scale when you get hired. And you, you know, uh, all you'll need to do is complete the ed TPA and, and the master's program at Monmouth and you'll be a standard certified teacher. Our uh, former superintendent is now a professor at Monmouth, Dr. George. Yes, that's um, right. I think what also helped us, Mark and Paul, our superintendent was very sport oriented, you know, so him being the ultimate decision maker, I believe both of his boys wrestled at Cornell. His brother has been a legendary coach at uh, Long Branch football wrestling and track for 30 plus years. And so, you know, the people who make decisions have to believe in this. So you need people, of course, who believe in sports. You have, you know, parents. But ultimately, it's the board of ed and, you know, parents have to really get behind it. They have to want it. So, for example, Mark, when I taught in Edison, very diverse population, a lot of immigrants, um, a lot of people were English of second language. And many of those people would not know what a strength coach actually is, you know. So right. that will be we'll have to interview I, my buddy who's now the AD there. So decision-making in that school district might be very different than the, the school district that we are in. And Paul, for you, since I've been a kid, since I've known hundred and central has always been very um, sport and academic, just like in, you know, they're uh, as they say about that life. <laughs> Come on. So um, I, I, I know that, that our, our weight room kind of made an impression on, uh, Mark's wrestling coach. And I know he went back and, and talked to Rich and said, hey, we need to get this going. Um, I think they may have been one of the ones to start the ball rolling. He brought his whole coaching staff into the weight room during regions. And uh, I, I don't know who I had going in there, but I had somebody going and, and we were churning. We were getting at it. And there were about three or four coaches in there like, yeah, we, we got to talk to Rich as soon as we get back. And, uh, you know, I, I think that may have been a catalyst. But Mark, were you were you working on your provisional certificate when you first started there at Middletown? No, no, it was the same. It was the same certificate of eligibility that I had for ten years. I had really basically given up at that point. I was like, never going to get hired as a teacher at this point. So the good thing is that stays with you. That CE will stay with you forever until you can get in. Get somebody just needs to give you an opportunity, and yeah. I'm extremely grateful because, uh, you know, I I had I came close a, a number of times. You know, it, you know, and, and, you know, you guys know, you know, running a private facility is really, really tough. And when you have three small kids, you know, it makes it even tougher. So I wanted the stability, um, you know, and, you know, I was just, you know, very grateful that I, I, I 10 years ago, I got that CE, but um, that is the first step, you know, that's the first step in the process. It's interesting to hear how you went on other physical education interviews 
and did not get hired. It's, uh, you know, I don't know. I think it's a tough position to get hired in. I, when I left teaching in 2009, I went back to teaching at my old school district. I had to go through an even tougher interview process. You know, of course I got hired in 98. So now going back in like 27, no, it was like 2018, I did um, an interview in the office with the principal and the AD. You know, principal was my good friend. AD knew me since I was a high school kid and had, you know, was part of hiring me the previous time. They didn't cut any corners. Boom, they went through everything. Then I taught a sample lesson, 25 minutes maybe, instead of a full 45. Then I had an interview with the assistant superintendent who then, after she liked that interview, she said, I'm going to recommend you for the job. Then my final interview is with the um, acting superintendent. Our superintendent had resigned. And in the strange, you know, seven degrees of Kevin Bacon, the acting superintendent, when I got hired the first time, I had beaten her husband to get the job. And my younger brother beat her son in the county finals <laughs> so had like all the cards stacked yeah. against me but um you know she asked me why do i want to go back and i also look i like stability being you know a family guy and just i like stability like i'm a very basic guy like i i want to run my gym but i don't want to do a hundred behind the scenes things to build my gym i just want to kind of turn the lights on and train athletes so you have to know who you are. And I think, you know, what you said is like, you, you said you have three kids. Yeah. So you, it's like, you understand what you want. Um, yeah. And I, I think that's important that I, you know, what's interesting is I think I'm going to, I'm going to put something out there, you know, and I think it might offend people, but I, I do want to say this, the guy that was sitting next to me, go for the interview process was huge, <clears throat> big beard, he had like a big three ring binder with lots of like, you know, it wasn't neat. There was like kind of papers, you know, kind of in and out. He was a big guy. And um, I was clean shaven. My hair was cut. And look, a lot of strength coaches are powerlifters. They're big. They got big beards. But I do think that administrators might view that. They, it, they might just look at your appearance. Even if you have a great demeanor, it may right. be a strike against you. It might be. And I think that I think you're looking, right. I, yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And I, I take it one step further too, Zach. I think we talked about this or, you know, the, even the connotation of strength coach, <laughs> you know, is, is, is it going to be a tough nut to crack? You know, I, right. I feel like their school split in half. All the athletes know me as the strength coach, yeah. but the principal administration says the trainer, the school trainer or the personal trainer, you know, I, I know we have an athletic trainer and obviously very different position, but like, I, I don't know. Some I, I'm not really sure how it's going to evolve over the years, but I, I think it's hard for people to wrap their head around what a strength coach really does. You're right. I think during the interview, it's kind of a blur, but I've been saying this for a long time. And I'm pretty sure I said it during the interview. As I said, strength and conditioning is an umbrella term. I go, you know, we've got sport performance, speed, flexibility. I said the word core training. Do I believe in that word? No, but I knew that that word made sense to them. I knew that flexibility made sense to them. I said, you know, injury reduction. I also spoke about building confidence, building discipline, building team cohesiveness. And I said also, I was very open and I've shared it before on my other podcasts about when I was a kid, I struggled with depression. 
I said, I would go to the gym and it was such a, like, it just changed my life. So I said, if a kid is having a bad day to go in and get a little pump, maybe take him through a little bodybuilding circuit, that's going to change his. And I would say his or her life. I was never like he, his, and I didn't hammer football. You know, I didn't, you want to, uh, I heard this a long time ago. I'm talking like 18 years ago. This guy's name was Robert. I can't remember his last name. He was a private strength coach in Texas. And he was talking about how he trains no boys. He's like, I only train like girls soccer, girls volleyball. He's like, and he's like, I went to the teams that don't get trained. He's like, that's why I'm busy. Now, mm-hmm. you know, that was 18 years ago, but it just made sense to me that, um, you know, we all know that if there is no strength coach in the high school, then football will be in the weight room. And, and you'll hear other parents or kids, coaches say, we can't get in, football's in there. So now this became a school-wide, you know, uh, movement. So, um, Paul, I'm going to let you ask the last question so Mark can celebrate with his daughter and enjoy the night. And I hope he crushes some, like, Reese's peanut butter uh, type oh. ice cream. What would you eat? What is the celebration meal, by the way? Oh, that would be it. That that if it was a dessert, right, Chloe? Reese's peanut butter cup ice cream sounds good, doesn't it? No Zeppelins. That you know, anything's on, and nothing's off the table at this point. That's right. Listen, once that boardwalk opens, it's game on. That's right. Yeah, I'm I'm going next weekend. I'll be in Ocean City, baby. I'll be down there at boardwalk walking. Game. Post post a photo for proof. We want the sugar uh, powder all over your face. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, bring, I'll bring you a bag on the way home. How about you're, that? You're a beast. So this one, I'll tell you what, this is a really, uh, this is a serious question. Um, you know, big weekend coming up. Uh, you got a dozen chicken wings. What's Mark going to sit down and watch on Netflix? That's, that's a big one. Barbie. <laughs> Barbie. <laughs> I don't get, I'm for, you, you know, heard it. yeah, I don't, you I don't heard it. NHSSCA Barbie. <laughs> oh, the Muppets. That's right. The Muppets will watch. Muppets. I miss those days of watching all that stuff with my kids. You it know, is, it's great. So what's your uh, go-to? Mark? Yeah. Go-to movie. You got a movie that gets you hyped up. Oh man. I, I'm not, I'm not really, a, I'm not really a movie guy. I'm, I'm a, I'm a internet research guy, to be honest with you. But unrelated to uh, unrelated to strength and conditioning sometimes. So what would you research outside of strength and conditioning? I think it's important to <laughs> kind of shut that strength coach brain off sometimes. Yeah, me, I'm actually, uh, it's way out there, but I'm actually, uh, I'm a cryptocurrency enthusiast. Okay, well, dude, I got a question for you then. And I think this is important. So uh, I have, uh, I'm on like a platform called Rockfin that was started by Martin Floriani, who started Flow Wrestling, Flow Sports, and we get everything through Ray Token. So what's, um, you know, there was an NFL player who was paid in uh, Bitcoin last year, yeah. I think, or two years ago. Mm-hmm. So what should, how do, how do people get started with uh, these cryptocurrencies? What should, should we research something? Should we listen to somebody? Does Mark have his own podcast we don't know about? I'm not right now, but I do. I do. There are a few, um, a few people I've been following, you know, just, you know, like in, in any, in this, in the sphere of, of the internet, you know, there's 
lots of really bad information, especially when it comes down to financial information. Yeah. I'm not a financial advisor. Um, and there's a lot of really bad information, but I got started and I actually got really interested in crypto in 2017. So I've been through mm. a lot of the cycles and, you know, there's two schools of thought, you know, there's people who are, you know, believe believers that this is the next internet tech stocks, you know, like going to change the world, which is me. And there's people who are think it's going to go to zero and you'll never hear from it again. But I've, you know, I've been pretty immersed in it for a couple of years and I've gone through, like I said, a bunch of different cycles. So I'm, I'm a big believer that it's going to, the tech technology is going to change the world, the whole blockchain technology. So, um, you know, I, I encourage people to do their research because you don't get too many life-changing opportunities. Where, what's one time. website or podcast people could start researching? So um, Lark Davis on YouTube has been an incredible source of information for me and has steered me in the right direction um, for a, a while now. So I would say anybody looking for really solid information, go to Lark Davis's YouTube channel. I can't wait to hear in like the board minutes Mark Rosemilia requests payment in Bitcoin only. <laughs> That's yeah, that, that may be happening in the next couple of years for sure. I, I love it. Um, cool. Well, Mark, it's been great. I look forward to when we do a uh, family day gathering and we could get together and share some ideas. And um, it's been great, man. I, I'm really loving being in Middletown. I think you shared a lot of great stuff for our listeners who, are, who are, are either already in strength and conditioning or trying to get in. And of course, for our listeners, if you are a member of the NHS SCA, Mark is on the advisory board. So you could send him an email directly if you have questions and, um, you know, or any of the advisory board. We've got Coach McKenna. Of course, we've got Paul. We've got John. And uh, did I miss anybody? We're, you're up north. John down south, Mark and myself central. What is John considered? John Tory Princeton? He's south Central. South Central. <laughs> south Central <laughs> Princeton, not South Central LA. That's right. <laughs> All right. So, Mark, it's been great. Um, we'll talk to you soon. Paul, hang on so we could close out the recording. Mark, you could shut Mark, it down, buddy. Day, man. We'll talk Thanks. to you soon, bro. Thank you. I appreciate it, guys, very much. Thanks. Thank you, my bro. Thanks, Mark. Bye bye. All right, buddy. All right, Paul, you there, buddy? Yes, sir. Good stuff from our friend Mark Rosamilia over at High School North, Middletown High School North. And, uh, you know, shared that it was not so easy. Yeah. <clears throat> trying to become a strength coach, even just being to be a phys ed teacher, which normally they try to, you know, get their foot in the door and start running the weight room after school. And it just reminds me, um, man. I'm forgetting his name and I've forgotten to reach out to him, but this big dude, awesome. Here it is. Will, I got to write it down before I forget. <laughs> his name is Will. I'll look him up, but he used to lift at my um, first location. Mm -hmm. He became a phys ed teacher. He's up at Randolph <clears throat> and he also does the strength and conditioning. So I think he's an assistant football coach and then he stays after does the strength and conditioning. He went through my certification. Um, I'm not sure if he has his CSCS. I don't know if he's on Facebook. I'll have to reach out to him, but he'll be an interesting guy for us to get a hold of. Um, I'm find out. Our, our athletic director was the former athletic director of Randolph. Uh, Will is, uh, I'd say, there maybe five years. Yeah, uh, Jesse Spencer, our AD, has been with us for two years, so he, he may have been right around that time. Okay. 
Will I got I I've got his name. I'm gonna reach out to him before I forget. And um, do you have any closing comments other than I'm, powered powered by NHSSCA.us? And also, you know, our new member Paul, he should log into the members area and check out professional development because there are articles, videos, presentations on how guys started in the high school uh, sector. Mm -hmm. No doubt. And uh, national convention is live. So we're going to get, you should get on that. June, um, late Joe, June. Joe, yep. Joe Ken, uh, big house will be, um, will be the uh, pre-con speaker. I'm definitely going to register for that. I'm going to get out there for that. Um, you got some guy doing a, a, one of the hands-on from New Jersey who, I don't know, maybe you don't want to go to his, maybe you do. You know, <laughs> what are you presenting uh, on? I'm going to present on, um, bringing athletes back from injury. So different nice. injury uh, modifications for, for some of the exercises that we can do in the weight room. Very and, good. you know, I just, we're, I'm going to talk a lot about how we can use suspension and TRX and how I modify a lot doing that to, to unload as much as possible, but maintain our, our movements um, and our movement patterns more importantly. So it's not about the exercise. It's about the movement pattern. We all know okay. that. Very cool. Um, Happy birthday to Fred Eves, one of the founding directors. Uh, Fred yes, turned, had a, had a birthday the other day. And um, I wanted to say congrats to my buddy, Nick Ficker, down at uh, Asheville Christian School. Um, he's uh, he got a brand new weight room. Uh, I think Play did a lot of this stuff for them. So um, you got to take a check on his on his site. He It, it looks unbelievable. And, Is, um, did he post in the Facebook group? He does, yeah. All Nick right. Ficker. I'll check and, that um, out. In the mountains of Asheville, North Carolina. It's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful country down there. And I saw also in the Facebook group the coach who will be um, stepping in after Coach Srock retires late June is from uh, Syracuse. He's got like 20 wow. years college strength and conditioning experience. He's stepping into a very big program. and um, But it just goes to show you that having experience is important. You know, Mark had a lot of experience. And uh, I just think he's a likable guy. Yeah. And for somebody, you know, if you're not being interviewed by sport performance staff, then you have to come across as somebody who can be relatable to many people, uh, especially like high school kids. You got 14 year olds that look like they're 18 and vice versa. You got kids who can't do pushups. You got kids whose dad says he's going to be in the NFL and he needs speed and agility and, you know, all this and that. So, you're going to have to be able to handle all that stuff. A um, yeah. little, little bit tricky, but well worth it. So we're going to shut it down. Uh, I've been sweating, sweating, you know, pain bullets. And uh, that's good. good. Feel better, my friend. And, hey, big shout out to Coach McKenna. He's a little yes, under the So we're going to give him a shout out. Uh, prayers to him. And yeah, Coach McKenna is undefeated. He's undefeated. Yeah. He's, like, he's like Chicago Bulls when Michael Jordan was winning. <laughs> He's undefeated. He's so you got to feel better too. So take care of yourself, and uh, I look forward to next week. You're the best. Talk to everybody soon. Take care. Oh, got to stop.